This podcast is brought to you by PodPro Australia. Hi, I'm Karen Hillen. Welcome to the My HR Partner podcast. We talk about all things HR from recruitment to ending employment. If you'd like support with your HR, check out our website, www.myhrp.com.au. Welcome to the My HR Partner podcast, where we talk all things HR. Welcome, Karen Hillen. Thank you. Excellent. Today, we are going to have a look at payroll and compliance, obviously something that's very important for businesses. It is important, although a lot of people think it's a very boring subject. Um, it is important to, to know the things that you need to know about payroll and compliance when you're a business owner employing people. Oh, absolutely. Look, I think um, the first thing that comes to mind uh, for me is if you get it wrong, um, you know, there, there could be plenty of consequences. Yeah, look, there are so many examples of um, big businesses that end up in the media because they've underpaid people. Um, but I think also it's really important to remember that if you're a small business or even a larger business and you do find that you've underpaid somebody or you've done something incorrectly, as long as you fix it, that's the main thing. So people make mistakes, fair work, sure. understand that. So um, I suppose the um, the thing is just make sure that you get as much information as you can so you are doing the right thing, but don't stress too much if you do find a mistake because you can fix it and, and make sure that you're then doing the right thing. Sure, that's good to know. I mean, how does a, a business owner or you know an HR department know that they are paying their employees correctly? Yeah, so there's a couple of ways. Uh, I suppose I'll start off with employees that are on award rates. Uh, so for people that don't know what an award is, an award is a document that um, is basically the rules of a particular industry or a particular um, line of work or even sometimes um, a, a business. So there are government uh, sure. awards, for instance. But um, for a small business, we, we're talking about um, awards that are usually um, specific to an industry. So um, the minimum pay rates are in awards. So if you're paying those award rates, then that's where you would go to look. Um, it gives you all of the rates, it gives you the allowances and all of the things that you need to know about things that you need to pay your employees. Sure. And I, I would assume that in employment contracts, it would state that um, you're paying under those those certain awards? Yeah, absolutely. So with um, a contract, uh, there are lots of different versions of contracts. They can be quite um, comprehensive or they can be shorter and refer to the award in the award conditions. But yeah, you're right. Usually you would refer to the award that the person's employed under. So then they've got the ability to go and check the award and see what their conditions are as well to make sure that um, that they understand it as well. Sure, makes sense. Look, that probably brings a bigger question to mind. What paperwork should you have in place um, for your employees? Yep. So um, surprisingly, there's no legislation to say that you have to have an employment contract. Really? 
No, you do have to give your employee a copy of what's called the Fair Work Information Statement. And for casuals, they also get the Casual Employment Information Statement. And you can be fined if you don't give those documents to your staff. And those documents actually just set out all of the minimum terms um, of of employment in Australia. So um, it's important that you give that to your employees so they understand what their rights and responsibilities are and what their entitlements are under the, the Act. Sure. So there's there's a lot to, to know and understand here that, uh, you know, and when a business owners are, have got so much going on, I guess that's where um, my HR partner can be a, a real help. Yeah, that's true. There's so much to know and you're good at what you do in your business and it's really difficult to keep on top of all of the things that you need to know, whether that's in HR or whether that's in your accounting and bookkeeping or other regulations that might apply to your business. It's difficult to keep on top of all of those things. So um, that's where someone like me comes in, where I can help you um, navigate all of those things and understand what the obligations are. So for instance, um, an employment contract, although there's no legislation to say that it's required, it's really important to make sure that your employees understand what their entitlements are and what your expectations are. So it's clear, it's in writing. So there's no um, question about what's in it. You can have a verbal employment contract, but that's hard to prove. It's hard to prove what's in it. So a written employment contra- contract's the way to go. Oh, look, it would have to be, wouldn't it? I mean, if, if again, if anything ever goes wrong or, um, you know, there's there's some, some kind of... Um, you know, confusion over something, you need to have it in writing, don't you? So yeah. um, I'm surprised that there's no legislation to say that you, you need a, an employment contract. That that blows me away. Yeah, it is really interesting. There are a couple of awards that, that do refer to the fact that an agreement has to be made in relation to the hours and the days that a, a person's w- working. So that sort of would suggest that you should have an employment contract in place. But, um, but yeah, the, the Fair Work Information Statement and the Casual employment information statement are the ones that are by law something you have to give your employees. Sure. Okay, so how about um, HR policies and procedures? Um, I know many businesses would have these, but probably a lot don't. How important are they? Yeah, you'd be surprised. Um, A lot of businesses just don't have anything. They don't have employment contracts. They don't have HR policies. And a lot of the time, it's not until they start having problems that they realise that it's even a thing or how important they are to have. So HR policies, I suppose one of the things I always say is once you have one employee in your business, you should have contracts because it protects both sides in relation to what the expectations are. Once you've got two people in your business, there's a chance there will be conflict. Hopefully there's never things like harassment or bullying, but unfortunately there is a chance that that could happen once you have two people um, employed in a business and then so on. You know, if you've got more employees, then the the chances um, of things going wrong with your people um, just get more and more. So having those policies in place um, protect both people. It protects the business because you're really clear about what your rules are in relation to HR, but it's also good for your employees because they then understand what their rights and responsibilities are. So it's not just about 
their rights. It's good for them to know that. Also their responsibilities in relation to how to behave, um, how to apply for leave, um, what they can and can't post on social media, all of the things that... I was, I was going to say, it, it, it sets expectations too, because I mean, even mobile phone policy, you know, yes. can you can you look at it during work? Can you not? I mean, it, it, it lays a, a groundwork for, for everyone in the organisation, doesn't it? It does. And... You can have, there are so many different HR policies you can have and it really needs to suit your business. So if you've got a really small business, you probably don't want 30 HR policies for a couple of employees. But if you're a bigger business, you might need to have more policies that cover things like vehicles if you've got company vehicles. Um, Social media is an important one, I think, no matter how many employees you have. A leave policy, so not only it explains the entitlements, but it also gives guidance to the employee on how they should apply for leave. You know, do you have um, some sort of online system or is it a paper form? Um, Also things like um, how um, you need to um, notify the business if you're going to be off sick, for instance, so what the process is in letting your, your manager or who the person is that you have to let know that you're not coming in today because you're sick. Do you need to bring a medical certificate? There's so many things that you can put in those policies to give guidance to employees. And again, that would be where you can be a fantastic help with um, my HR partner. I mean, uh, how does a business know what to have in there and, and what not to, depending on their size, depending on, um, you know, that's where I, I guess you would be able to come in and, and show them, tell them exactly what they they do need and even the correct wording. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's the thing too. Sometimes people just don't even know where to start. Um, So a code of conduct is probably a good place to start because that sort of is the, the basis of setting the rules. But I can definitely talk to people about the the things that they need to have in their policies. I have a handbook um, that has um, a, a a fair sort of um, suite of policies in that handbook. But sometimes people will say, oh, I don't need a vehicle policy because I don't have company vehicles. Or we don't need a uniform policy because we're pretty casual about the way we expect people to dress. Or we don't have um, PPE for, for tradies, for instance. That's important for a um, you know protective um equipment policy. So it really can come down to what they need and having a discussion with someone like me, my HR partner, is a great way to be able to um, work out what you need in those policies and what you don't. Absolutely. I mean, you just highlighted industry-specific um, policies that would need to need to be in, in some and, and definitely not in, in, in others. Yeah, for sure. So And it can come down to what's important to you as well. So, for instance, the HR policy handbook that I have um, doesn't have a, a first aid policy in there. But some people want that in there. So we can put it in there for them. Uh, Once you start getting larger, you might have first aid officers that are specifically um, allocated to be the first aid officer and everyone knows that that's the person. If you're a smaller business, having a first aid policy may not be as important because people know where the first aid kit is and they know it's just a matter of going and getting the Band-Aid or whatever they might need. So it really can come down to what each individual needs and that's what we do. Uh, We actually um, tailor people's um, policy handbooks to suit their circumstances and what they need. Perfect. So if we look back at what you've um, been telling us today, Karen, it's so important and you can help with all of these things, A, employment contracts and um, having them linked to the award if you're you're paying... um, under an award, yep. making sure that it um, it states that. 
um, having an HR policy um, and procedures handbook, yep. code of conduct and employment, yeah, as I said, employment contracts and making sure you're paying your employees correctly. Yeah, definitely. Also, one of the things I suppose about pay, just to think about if you're paying above award, there are lots of different ways you can determine how you're going to do that as well. So it could be you need to have a look at the industry standards. So um, get a bit of an idea of what your competitors and what the industry um, rates are. So then you can look and be competitive when you're going out to recruit, for instance. And it's also important even when you are paying above award that you satisfy yourself regularly that you are still paying above award. Award rates increase um, in July each year. So around June, July is a good time to do a bit of a payroll audit to make sure that you're still paying above award rates if that's what you're doing. See, that's that's great advice. I mean, that we're, here we are talking just about, um, you know, handbooks and policies, but I think um, you, you know, with my HR partner, you can give so much more, just even that advice of doing a payroll audit or how to find out what to pay somebody. I mean, these are all questions I'm sure a lot of business owners come up against and, and don't really know where to where to start. But, um, you know, to have you on board and, um, you know, have you at, uh, at the end of the phone or at the end of the, you know, computer to be able to give that advice, that would be fantastic for, for any business owner to have. Yeah, and that's what I love doing. I can have a 15-minute chat with someone and answer all their questions about pay rates, um, anything really HR related. Uh, but yeah, it's good to be able to just have that chat and talk th people through um, things that they don't know. And mm. like I said before, people are good at what they do in their business. They don't need to be good at the HR because that's where I come in. It's like um, having a bookkeeper or an accountant or, you know, a marketing specialist in your business. Um, you're probably starting out, you do everything because you have to, but then once you start growing, especially when you've got a team of people, it is important to get some advice so you know you're doing the right thing. Absolutely. Look, it, it makes sense to have a, an expert looking after that for you. And look, I look, look at it almost being as a little bit of a, an insurance policy a, as well, um, to have someone who's who's got your back in areas that look are very important and can have consequences if you get it wrong. It's a great way to describe it. A, an insurance policy is a very good um, way to think about it. And I've got clients that, that, that work with me on an ongoing basis. So they, they pay me monthly and they know they can pick up the, t the phone and we can have a chat about anything that they need to talk through, whether that's they're putting on someone new and they don't know what to pay them or they're having a problem with one of their employees in relation to performance or something's just not right. Uh, that's exactly um, that type of insurance policy that you have by by having me there, sort of like a, on your leadership team without the, the cost of um, an extra employee. Fantastic. Well, look, if there's anyone out there watching or listening to um, this podcast, how do they get in touch with you? You can look at my website, which is www.myhrp.com.au and you'll find all of my details there. Um, you can book in for um, HR advice calls and um, also on Facebook, Instagram, um, YouTube and also this podcast. Fantastic. Excellent. Well, thank you, Karen. Thank you so much. You've been very enlightening in, in terms of payroll and compliance and uh, look forward to chatting with you again soon. Thanks. Have a great day, everyone. Bye.